0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Blame It On the Stars podcast. This is your late night radio show. No, just kidding. This is the Nostalgie podcast where we tell you everything that's going on in the universe so you can blame your problems on the stars. It's Jade and it's Kara. And we're recording this late night, so I'm feeling the the late night radio. Welcome back to Blame It on the Stars podcast, your smooth jazz listening station. That's the vibe <laughs> we're feeling tonight, which is not the vibe of Gemini season, which, by the way, thought we should mention. That's what this week's episode is all about, it's Gemini season, pretty much, which is absolutely crazy to think about how we have arrived here so soon, so quickly really it's mind-blowing to me but where where have we left off what has the astrology given us right before this Gemini season begins it's Mercury retrograde you can probably tell you're probably experiencing Mercury retrograde things I know for me it's been very classic Mercury retrograde I've been running late sent the wrong email to someone twice sent an email with a typo in it among many other Mercury Retrograde things. Kara, how has Mercury Retrograde been for you?
1: Mercury has definitely been retrograding. I recently decided that I want to read like a million books again. And in order to keep up with my book reading habits, I decided to go back to my local library to try and get my library card so I could read books online using the Libby app. If you have a library card, 10 out of 10 recommend. But anyways, I went there Found out that I had to pay fines from ten plus years ago, and they only accept cash. And it was like a whole process, but no worries. I now have my library card back, and that's just you know one of the many examples of how Mercury is definitely retrograding and creating some inconveniences. Nothing, you know, too drastic. Don't want to drink it, but you know, retrograde's yeah. definitely here
0: <laughs> for sure, and it'll stay here. And we'll talk all about that in just a sec. But other things, in case you missed last week's episode, Jupiter is now in Aries. This is a big change, a big change worth knowing about. So if you're not caught up on what on Earth that means, then definitely listen to last week's episode because Jupiter will be in Aries all the way until October. So that one you're going to want to come back to and revisit. It's an important one that lasts quite some time. Funny enough, I... Feel the shift immediately. Kara and I both feel the shift pretty immediately, and I'm assuming you listening to this probably feel it too. So definitely worth revisiting last week's episode. We also touched on the eclipse that just happened as well. But let's bring it back to the present moment. Gemini season, it it it's here. Let's just get into it. But before we do, per usual, this is your regular reminder to rate, review, share. You already know what I'm going to say. I don't need to give you the whole talk. Rate, review, if you like. Anyways, let's discuss everything that happens during Gemini season. Gemini season begins on May 20th at 9.23 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The date and time per usual are from astroseek.com. This is the day and time that the sun enters Gemini, a.k.a. the beginning of Gemini season what on earth does this mean? We all start to really embody the Gemini energy, which means we're a lot more curious than usual. If you're not normally someone who has a million hobbies and a million interests, suddenly you might find that you're really more interested in learning new things and Get, getting some new skills and just being curious about the world. Maybe you're suddenly more in tune with the news. You're reading current events, which, by the way, my Elon Musk thing that I talked about in the Mercury Retrograde episode is correct already. Anyways, just wanted to say that. Wait, what happened? The the deal is on pause to purchase Wait, Twitter. Wait, I didn't know. Yeah, and this is what I was saying. I was like, <laughs> oh, Mercury Retrograde, like... I don't know Elon Musk's chart too well, but he's got Venus and Gemini. Venus is how you spend money. And conveniently, I also have Venus and Gemini. Let me tell you, I had to do two returns. I don't know why I said returns like that. Two returns. 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 (laughs) Refunds. Anyways. Yeah. Elon Musk. Back to Gemini. (laughs) If you couldn't tell, Mercury is still retrograde. Other things that you can experience. Enjoying some good jokes. Laughing things off. Being more like fun, flirty, social, chatty, talkative, gossipy, XOXO gossip girl, that type of energy you deal with during Gemini season.
1: Yeah. And Gemini is such like a versatile, like curious type of sign. So I'm really like looking forward to this Gemini season. As you know, I started – you know reading again i have been listening to more podcasts so you might be on that wave being more social and chatty and all of that but i'm also just like looking forward to learning new things so you might find that you also want to learn some new skills or try some new things out and that's just because gemini is a mutable sign some mutable energy it's all about change and adapting and being versatile so this really is a good time to kind of just explore your interests and see what you're interested in and just like I don't know do things that kind of are calling to you things that you maybe feel passionate about or just like a little bit curious to like know more about yeah like if you have been wanting to like take a pottery
0: class or learn how to paint, which I guarantee you the likelihood that me and Kara learn to paint is near high during Gemini season. (laughs) I just assumed that for you by the way. (laughs) But (laughs) I'm ready. (laughs) Or if you're you're just looking to learn like what on earth I don't know the stock market means. (laughs) We're in a recession, so I just that's the thing that I just keep thinking about because Gemini season's here. If you couldn't tell, I've been watching the news a lot. For some reason, Gemini season. You might too. Anyways, really just explore with, what your 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 heart is telling you as Kara was saying
1: another thing too is i've really been wanting to get back into journaling and just like writing in general i guess or just like i don't know i just took some notes on like an astrology book i don't know what the wave is i used to be really good at like bullet journaling and like using my planner took a little break from that but we might be going in that direction or just doing some like daily reflections if you listen to last week's episode then you already know we talked about some journaling exercises over there. But yeah, you might be interested in that I also very, very, very low key started using our blog. So if you want to go and check it out at blameitonthestars.co. But yeah, very on brand for Gemini. So I don't know if you're interested in reading or journaling or writing in any other way too. whether that's like consuming news or other content on social media or creating it, Gemini season is really about it. And we haven't talked about this in a minute, but I remember Jade and I used to, we just kind of like noticed that a lot of like influencers and people on social media tend to have Gemini energy too, which is again, very on brand.
0: Yeah. On that note, speaking of influencers, I mean, I haven't been like, I don't really see what people post these days anymore. (laughs) But I know that Gemini season always gets this reputation of like being this time where you're like, probably going to be chaotic and all over the place and flirty and whatever. Like, Maybe, but I just want to mention that like Gemini is mercurial. Mercury is curiosity. It's learning. It's communication. So when we talk about like, oh, you might want to learn more things. You might want to, you know, be in the know. Gemini energy is really intelligent. Like the mind stuff is definitely more important, in my opinion, than the chaos. Like we all have a little bit of chaotic energy to us somehow, some way. So if you just see those things just to defend the Gemini and the Gemini stereotypes that are out there coming from someone with a Gemini, Venus, and Mars, I just want to make it clear that we're talking about those things because we think that they are the more important energy of Gemini that you might embody rather than like pure chaos, which you might see people promoting. I actually have no clue if people are promoting that or not. I'm living in the dark ages. I made like one Instagram post for the first time in a hot minute. So I don't know. I don't know if people
1: are posting that. But I felt
0: the need to say that. So
1: On a similar note, something that we've also talked about was like gossip and Gemini energy. And we mentioned this anyways because Mercury retrograde in Gemini too. We have to be careful with our words and what we were saying and making sure that we are double checking things when we can before we press send. But I was thinking about this too because I was just watching – I feel like I'm going to say this wrong, but like Bridgerton. And honestly, if you've watched it, it kind of reminds me of like Gossip Girl vibes because they have like the secret writer type situation. But I don't know, from watching that, it just kind of made me realize the importance of like speaking and speaking up and writing and even just like sharing your story and thinking critically about things that are happening to like what you're reading like is it true like can you fact check it so i don't know those are just some other i guess like random ideas that might be coming up too during gemini season so like you might be journaling and writing for yourself but it also could be like communicating to like advocate or speak up or just like explore different topics for fun too Let's talk about the aspects
0: that the sun will make during its time in Gemini. The first one is on May 21st. The sun will form a conjunction to retrograde Mercury. And this is normally what we would say a good time to like speak what's on your mind and say what you're thinking and things like that. But it is still Mercury retrograde. So just take a little bit of caution with that. On that day, if you feel really inclined to speak up about something, maybe think before you speak, but it's also a really good day, in my opinion, to do some personal reflections.
1: Yeah, and if you're into, like, traditional astrology, and if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, then you already know what I'm about to say, but this kind of, like, marks that halfway point in the Mercury retrograde when Mercury is conjunct the Sun like this at a very, like, close degree. It's when Mercury is at its strongest during the retrograde period, so obviously this time it is retrograde but then it will be conjunct the sun again afterwards when it goes direct and those are just really powerful mercury type moments so any type of like again writing or communication might come up and I really like this too in terms of like communicating who you are showing up as you are just because the sun gives us that like identity and personality type of vibe so it's a really good time to either like think about it or communicate or just even just like express yourself whether that is through words which is It likely is through words, but it also could be through what you are wearing or music and things like that as well.
0: Well, on that note of speaking up and being yourself, on May 23rd, the sun will sextile Jupiter, and this is really a good day to really let who you truly are out on display and show the world like who you are and feel good be social feel happy you might feel more confident this day that's kind of the vibe of may 23rd
1: yeah it's funny because i was just reading i think it's called the inner sky by stephen Forrest, and i was reading about the aspects in there and he wrote about how like oh like sex and trines are good but like sometimes it's kind of like the person like you know, egging you on or like, you know, your partner in crime type vibes. And just wanted to share that little tidbit of information, very Gemini energy anyway, for that little fun fact, but it is a very good time to Like we were saying, express yourself and be yourself and put yourself out there. But it also gives off that like wrong and strong vibe. So you want to make sure that you're not being overly confident or overly indulgent, which is a typical Jupiter thing. And, you know, Jupiter is a very positive placement and this is happening in Gemini. So like overall, it definitely, in my personal opinion, is good vibes. But I guess you never know. Well, speaking of mixed vibes, on June 16th,
0: there's two aspects the sun will make. The sun will form a trine to Saturn. Pattern, which is really good for taking yourself seriously and your personal goals seriously, but also the sun square Neptune can be giving you a existential crisis where you're thinking, "Who on earth am I? How do people perceive me? Is everything that I think I am real or not? So it's mixed bag June sixteenth my My only advice is just like, don't let the fear of the unknown get in the way of you being you and try not to take other people's opinions too seriously and just just own your energy because june 16th is wacky with that combo in my
1: opinion (laughs) yeah very weird vibes neptune not not my fave because it brings that like imposter syndrome or kind of just like I don't know where I'm going, what I'm doing, what's happening, just like that confusing type of energy. And it's just, I don't know, I think that Neptune and when there's aspects like this, it can be helpful if you are in need of exploring or going on a little detour or trying something else. So if that's kind of your personal experience where you're like, I don't know, but I'm kind of just going with the flow, like, that's great. If you kind of want something that's more like concrete or like, you know, like logical, linear, practical, like this is the plan, this energy will probably be a little bit more difficult for you. And it's just a good time to kind of bring into your awareness that like everything will be okay. We will go with the flow. And again, it's just just one aspect. It will not be like this forever what is it saying this too shall pass so yeah also because the sun does move you know relatively quick in comparison it won't be as long as like when Neptune was square other things in the past so that's also I guess like another pro of this but like Jade said very weird vibes
0: well The next thing that happens during Gemini season is Mercury will retrograde its way into Taurus. This happens on May 22nd at 9.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So Mercury retrograde ends its time in Gemini and is in Taurus. This is only happening until June 3rd when Mercury retrograde ends, and we'll touch on that in just a little bit. So you only really have to deal with this Mercury retrograde and Taurus energy for some time. But this will be a good opportunity to reflect on your finances, reflect on your boundaries, reflect on what your comfort zone looks like, reflect on the things you're purchasing, your taste, your style in that regard. On that note, I was just talking to Kara about this. I did not know that apparently the 2000s are like back in style, like Ed Hardy in style, like the spike ball necklaces and earrings from like Limited 2 and Justice. I just went online shopping or made an attempt at online shopping and saw like (laughs) things that I haven't seen since I was in middle school available for sale. And I really am not looking to repeat that. I know Mercury Retrograde probably brought it back. So if anyone happens to know where I can buy some new clothes that aren't in style, like things that are not on trend, please let me know. The DMs are open on Instagram. This is a genuine inquiry. I really want to know where I should shop to not get things that are trendy.
1: Yeah. I think the only one I agree with was the juicy tracksuit purely because comfy and yeah, it's very like, it's an outfit that's already done and like loungewear has been a thing and like the matching outfits so that one i was like okay makes sense but some of the other stuff i don't know i don't know if i'm ready to like really be going back to my middle school you know type of vibes yeah like ashley tisdale on the red carpet long shirt denim yeah. skirt over
0: leggings
1: no, and a sequence purse remember the leggings under the shorts <laughs> yes
0: yeah yeah no. well you okay on this note how as we're reflecting on our style you might be doing that during mercury retrograde in taurus and similarly reflecting on again like your personal taste because that is you know taurus is ruled by venus so that's why we mentioned that but
1: yeah. Yeah. Also your boundaries too, because Taurus is ruled by Venus. Like things that have to do with like what you value, you know, how you want to, I don't know, maybe spend your money or spend your time, like what you think is worthwhile for you, things like that. A lot of it probably will be practical just because, you know, Taurus is an earth sign. So it is kind of more so geared towards that. And also, as we mentioned, I think we mentioned this last week too, that like boundaries and reflecting on what you're boundaries are and where and when and why you should be setting boundaries or what ones need to be adjusted maybe might also be a thing that you are thinking about. Yeah,
0: and also the regular Mercury retrograde things that we mentioned last week, too, will still happen. There's still miscommunication, car problems, transportation issues, running late, forgetting things at home, all of that regular Mercury retrograde stuff will still be continuing. But now we're throwing in some Taurus themes as well. And like I said, this is only for a short amount of time, but it's, you know, something that you, you're going to notice, uh, an energy shift. Now, there are two aspects the retrograde Mercury will make in Taurus. So in that short period of time on May 23rd, we have Mercury retrograde sextile Mars. Just be cautious of like picking fights. Not that you're gonna, but you might feel more inclined to to really speak this day. And it's retrograde Mercury miscommunication. Things can go wrong just know that on on May 23rd
1: yeah because Mars is kind of like a quick impulsive type of energy so you don't want to make any decisions too soon if that makes any sense or it could just be like a classic misunderstanding and like you made it a quick assumption and didn't realize and then like there's a whole miscommunication thing and like you know that could be resolved this is Mercury retrograde it happens that's life even when Mercury retrograde isn't happening but those are the types of things that you kind of want to look out for and if you can you know taking a deep breath taking a second I don't know journaling before you have the conversation just finding ways to kind of take a moment so that you're not I don't know getting into too much of that like Mars aggressive type energy but like I always say Mars is really good for advocating for yourself so if there are things that you do need to speak up about or just say or just get off your chest pretty good day for that well on your reflective
0: note, on May 25th, Mercury Retrograde has a trine to Pluto. This is the perfect day to really seek the answers from within and to do some soul searching, as they call it. Really look within yourself and see if there's any problems you're facing, if there's some internal reason why you might be experiencing what you're experiencing and You know, if you're looking to make a decision, not saying make the decision this day, but maybe seek that information internally rather than externally.
1: Yeah. And I kind of like it, too, because, you know, Mercury and Taurus is kind of like, it's very simple it's like okay what is the solution and sometimes things have more depth you know and Pluto is there to help you kind of like dive in deeper and be like okay like what's really going on behind this so it's really kind of like aiding in a lot of that like reflective transformative type of vibe now
0: moving forward with the rest of the astrology for Gemini season this is your PSA that everything else we're about to talk about will have its own dedicated episode, so we're going to just breeze through them so you can kind of get a feel for what else you can expect in Gemini season, but pay attention if anything really sounds intriguing to you. Start off if it's something you want to learn more about because as we move through Gemini season every week, we'll do a dedicated episode for these transits where we'll go into much more detail about what they mean, how they'll affect you, and what other aspects it might make give you the full inside scoop. But for now, here is your your overview of what <laughs> what else will happen in Gemini season, and we'll talk more about them as we move our way through the astrology. With that being said, the next thing that happens during Gemini season is on May 24th at 7.18 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Mars enters Aries. Mars is at home in Aries, so this is really some strong motivation coming your way. This is a good time to Embrace your your energy. This is a time to move quickly, make decisions, take initiative, get the ball rolling. You might be a lot more competitive during this time. You might feel the need to exercise too. You might be a lot quicker to act. You might also be more impatient. I have a friend in my life who is an Aries Mars, and they are so quick to act on everything. And believe me, in my Taurus moon, I do not like to be rushed, and I am frequently rushed by this Mars and Aries person. So the impatient thing is definitely there. So but overall, it's a good time to really follow your spontaneity, take the lead on things and get motivated, get hungry to be the best that you can be and like embrace that like
1: Fighting spirit. When Mars is in Aries, it's really good to focus on the things that you really want to do. Again, we have all of this physical energy and motivation and drive, and Aries is such an independent energy too that it's just like it's a really good time to just be going out there and doing the thing. I know that before we started recording, Jade and I were talking about an influencer who has a lot of. Aries energy in her chart and she has started two not one but two of her own businesses and I was like wow that's just so on brand for Aries energy so I'm not saying that you know everyone's about to start their own business but there might be some things that you've been wanting to do especially if you're the type of person who sometimes puts your own I don't know like wants needs desires like on hold or like on pause while you're dealing with other things that this will be a good time to kind of reconnect with the things that you want to do what your interests are and and just find things to or i guess just like find ways to do things for yourself the next thing that happens during this time in astrology
0: <laughs> where mars is at home in aries venus also comes home to taurus on may 28th at 10 46 a.m eastern standard time how beautiful is it that mars is in its home sign and venus is in its home sign and there will be a time when mercury also goes back into its home sign that's really nice love that everyone's home and cozy as a cancer we love to be at home (laughs) but anyways venus and taurus what is this about okay when it comes to relationships things kind of slow down a bit we take the time to get to know each other We enjoy some cozy nights in. This is more about being slow in that getting to know you process if you're single or you're making new friends. This is really about taking your time to make sure that you really know this person pretty well before diving into something more serious. But the loyalty is intense with Venus and Taurus. If you feel that you're much more loyal to the people you love, that's great for the relationships, the couples, and even the situationships. Like I said, this is cozy nights. This is being a little on the lazy side. You know, I think of breakfast in bed with a movie and, you know, (laughs) you order your takeout. And I've said this a million times and I'll always say this, but the perfect embodiment of Venus and Taurus, in my opinion, is the song Imagine by Ariana Grande. She is a Venus and Taurus, but She sings a whole song about having a night in with takeout and skincare and just cozy vibes, and that's really what this is all about, but on a personal level, you can expect to be really indulging your senses, so think shopping, treating yourself, enjoying the, the nice skincare products enjoying i just bought this <laughs> this cotton blanket that i'm really excited about i just told cara about it cara actually sent me the link and the blanket is on the way <laughs> and that's that's perfect for Venus and Taurus is really getting cozy being comfy I mean there are some difficult aspects which we'll talk about in next week's episode (laughs) but overall the vibe is like definitely like let's light a candle let's order our favorite food and let's relax
1: Yeah, I'm like, we were just talking too about how much I want a canopy bed and like the pretty lights and like the cozy vibes and I don't know, just drinking tea in bed with the nice lighting and the soft blankets like it's such a vibe. It kind of feels like the wrong season. But you know, like Jade was just saying that that blanket seems to meet the happy middle where it's like lightweight and also really soft. I'm waiting for the review, you know, once it is received, but there's probably like a 98% chance I'm going to buy it immediately as well so we we love that you really might be thinking about I don't know different ways to indulge or just kind of like treat yourself too which is really I don't know exciting especially with the combination I guess of everything that we were just talking about with Mars and Aries just because it can be a very like driven like let's go type of energy. And I think that Venus being in Taurus really helps to balance it out. So you still have time to recover and take time you know, to rest and relax as well so that there is that, like, balance between working hard and going out and being social and taking time to recharge and just kind of be with yourself. So, I don't know. I kind of like it. Minus, you know, the whole murky retrograde part. <laughs>
0: yeah. And we'll talk more about it next week because, like I said, there's a lot to discuss. There's some Uranus-Saturn-North Node stuff in the mix. So... Definitely listen to next week's episode for the full scoop on this, but I'm looking forward to it despite the the other things. The next thing that happens during Gemini season is actually the new moon in Gemini on May 30th. This happens at 7.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. New moons are new beginnings, and these are new beginnings centered around Gemini's energy and Gemini things. I think this is the first new moon – in Gemini that's not an eclipse for like the past few years maybe yeah is that correct is this is the first new moon yeah in year and a half yeah yeah so this is really a good opportunity to set some intentions around expanding your mind and exploring your interests and also too if you're someone who doesn't like if you take things way too seriously <laughs> this could also be a really good opportunity to like Embrace being lighthearted and embrace humor and embrace laughing things off and taking a more, you know, lighthearted approach. I already said lighthearted, but that's really the best word. And, you know, enjoying some memes and just what does Taylor Swift say? Shake it off. That's kind of the vibe I'm getting with the new moon in Gemini. But overall, we want to be thinking about the way we communicate with others And what is it that we're actually saying? What information are we receiving? How much information are we receiving? All of that is something to really check in on on May 30th.
1: Yeah, I feel like that's a big one too, just because of social media and apps and phones and all of that, especially, you know, many of us grew up with that and we don't even realize how much information we are taking in. So it could be a good time actually to kind of maybe set some new intentions or new goals or even just like, I don't know, some type of like new vibes in terms of how you relate to either your phone or computer or stuff online. Like I know that I turned off a lot of notifications on my phone there's a lot of apps that I don't get notifications from and it makes me feel at peace so I don't know if you're being bombarded with a lot of stuff think about either like notifications or other ways that you can kind of like minimize the amount of stuff that you're intaking or even just be more intentional more intentional in general with the information that you are looking for the people that you follow the things that you're posting you know instead of scrolling through social media you could read a book or have a conversation or I don't know, maybe try out a different website or read a blog. Those are kind of old, but you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, no, I know. And like, I know you might hear these things and just probably listen and be like, all right, yeah, cool, maybe I'll do that. But like, I want to be the personal example for this and why this matters so much. But I stopped using social media more or less. The Instagram posts are pre-scheduled. So I can focus on school. I mean, if I post a story, I, I posted a story. But my personal Instagram, gone. Obviously, Twitter, gone. <laughs> I deleted TikTok off my phone. At this point, like, I I don't have really social media. It's there, but it's not. Uh, let me tell you, the impact it's had on my mental health has been tremendous. and This is personal experience. You might not feel the same way, but being able to not constantly be bombarded with feedback on what other people are doing with their lives, whether it's people in your own personal life, influencers, celebrities, even just advertisements. Oh my God. I was getting advertised to so much and to be able to put an end to that and to just intentionally be like I want to read this book I want to watch this documentary I don't want to consume any media today at all has been a game changer in terms of my self-esteem I feel better about the choices that I make on a day-to-day basis I feel more confident in my opinions and it's just been good and I just wanted to mention that because I know for some reason Mercury things, Gemini things, information things like gets brushed off as boring because it's not relationships and it's not work and it's not, you know, the the things that happen to us on every day. It's not friends. But the way we think about things and the way we speak and the information we receive really does matter. Our mindset really does matter. And I wanted to just emphasize that for some reason right now. I don't know where this came from, but needed to interject and just share that information before you brush off the new moon in Gemini and think, all right, cool, great journal, whatever. No,
1: this matters. I really think it's one of those things that you don't realize matters until – It, like, really, really matters, if that makes any sense. Like, I use social media. I was on Twitter and everything for such a long time. And then one day I was, like, Okay, we need to reel it, reel it back, in again. And I think that that's fine. I think that everyone's journey is different. So maybe you don't relate to this now, but in the future, you might be thinking about it when you're just feeling very overwhelmed by everything that is going on online or things like that. So yeah, everyone's story is different, but definitely is worth something thinking about just because of the energy. And then also, if you want to know how it's personally affecting you, don't forget to check what house gemini rules in your chart because that will tell you what area of life specifically this new moon is kind of existing in and will show up for you speaking of mercury things and mercury
0: not being boring (laughs) mercury stations direct aka mercury retrograde ends on june 3rd at 4 a.m eastern standard time Mercury will be direct in Taurus. That means communications back on track. We are briefly experiencing the Mercury in Taurus energy, the practical thinking, logical decision making, boundaries, taking our time to process information only for a week and three days because Mercury will eventually move back into Gemini. But yeah, Mercury retrograde ends June 3rd. If you're looking for that day, I'm sure you're probably so excited for Mercury retrograde to end. Now you know when it ends.
1: (laughs) Yes. Don't forget about post-shadow though. So once it ends, there is a little bit of time afterwards where things are kind of like wrapping up and it's putting, I don't know, the cherry on top of the sundae or the icing on the cake or whatever you want to call it, where things are again, just like coming back together and ideally, fingers crossed, being resolved or realized or, you know, just kind of like coming to terms, accepting whatever the final... Again, the final moment is for your Mercury retrograde story this time that will come to a close around that time and a little bit afterwards. The day after, though,
0: on June 4th at 5.37 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Saturn will retrograde in Aquarius before you hear the word retrograde and freak out. This is Normal. We've dealt with this before. Saturn retrograde is a time to reflect on our boundaries. We were just talking about tech and social media. So this is a really good time to check in on what your digital boundaries are in terms of social media. But on a societal level, expect certain technologies to be revised. This is a more societal,
1: a more societal transit. Yeah, so it's something that affects everyone, but isn't necessarily as obvious as like a new moon type energy or Mercury retrograde type energy. And Saturn will be retrograde in Aquarius for a minute, it's retrograded there before again, a lot of reflection. It's like a slower type of process too. So anything that's going on, whether that's like in your chart or things that are going on in the news and in society and things like that, it's a little bit more of like a slow kind of like revealing process. However, I can say that I have been feeling you know some of that like Aquarius rebellious like you know why are these the rules who makes up the rules who is being best served by the rules or laws or however you want to think about it so I don't know if you kind of go on a little mental tangent and start thinking about things like that that's very on brand for Saturn retrograde and Aquarius too
0: yeah Certain humanitarian causes might be highlighted during the Saturn retrograde in Aquarius. I'm sure you're all watching the news. There's a lot of things happening, so just be on the lookout. Mercury will re-enter Gemini on June 13th at 11:27 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, with that being said, that you know Mercury's at home in Gemini, so that learning, socializing, talking, chatting, live, laugh, loving, <laughs> laughing specifically, memes gossip, the news, all of that makes a nice comeback on June 13th. This is also cool because Mercury will be at home in Gemini, Venus at home in Taurus, and Mars at home in Aries. That's pretty nice if you ask me after June 13th. Some good energy there. But yeah, all that stuff we were talking about before, all the Gemini themes will be showing up in the way we think and the way we speak. However, there is a square to Neptune. We'll talk about that later, closer to the time that Mercury re-enters Gemini, non-retrograde. But that's just something to, to look forward to is that energy.
1: Yeah, because we finally got to experience Mercury in Gemini without the retrograde. So if you, I don't know, have been really excited for Mercury to be in Gemini and then remember that you know, it's retrograde. Like this is a time where we really get to enjoy Mercury being in Gemini. It's kind of exciting. I also kind of like it too, because we had already done all of the reflecting or at least some of the reflecting and thinking and exploring. And I feel like this is time to either dive deeper into it or just find ways to kind of apply and use the things that we learned too. So I'm kind of
0: excited. Yeah, for sure. Some good vibes. We end Gemini season with the full moon in Sagittarius on June 14th at 751 Eastern Standard Time. This will be a good time to really let go of some old philosophies or ideals we've been holding on to and to embrace some new knowledge some new insight let go of the old mentality the old mindset and bring in something brand new there is a square to Neptune that day as well so things might be feeling a little funky but that full moon is far away from now it is the the closer the grand finale of Gemini season but I think it'll be a a good way to end the season if you ask me
1: yeah especially because we're kind of letting go of things that are like important big like if you're the type of person who likes to say affirmations and things like that or if you have been reflecting a lot during the mercury retrograde or during gemini season in general this will be a good time to kind of let go of beliefs or philosophies or just like different ways of being that just no longer suit you or no longer fit where you're headed or things like that a lot of it will be like things from the past but again Sagittarius is like a very like positive type of energy. it's a fire sign. It's just like it's like a quick release. like this is not a difficult like we gotta work towards it. It's like a I'm letting go. I'm moving on freedom, Sagittarius type vibes. I mean, there is that square in Neptune and like we said, we'll talk more about it there, but yeah, yeah. and
0: then next thing you know, it'll be cancer season and that's crazy to think about so time is flying also we didn't mention this but our anniversary is coming up soon june 1st it does happen in the middle of gemini season so that's crazy to think that we're nearing the end of our second year of the podcast that's absolutely insane exciting stuff thinking about we keep getting closer and closer to year three we're not there yet but we're almost at the beginning of year three and that's
1: wild so thank you all for being here with us per i can't even believe it's been that long and i was actually thinking about cancer season two because it's been daylight really long like it, the sun has been setting like later and i was like wow i'm just so excited it feels like summer is almost here so we love that too yeah good vibes well next week we'll talk more
0: in depth about mars and aries and venus and taurus and what that Means for you we will take a nice deep dive into those two transits and give you the full inside scoop so you know what to expect. And, you know, if you want to stay in the loop with us as more things unfold in Gemini season, then definitely make sure you're following us on Instagram, Twitter and TikTok at BLME the stars. We do have plans to be more active on social media, even though we just were saying right now we're not. We do have plans. So just know that We're getting there, and we'll be more active soon, and we're excited for some new things, some new content, but definitely just follow us for now, because we post every time there's a new episode up, and whenever new things are happening in astrology, so you don't want to miss out on that, and also, if you prefer to listen with the subtitles on, the podcast is available on YouTube. If you search Blame It on the Stars podcast on YouTube, we do show up, but anyways, I hope you all enjoy Gemini season. Stay out of trouble and enjoy. We'll talk (laughs) next Monday. See you all then. Bye.